ba, ba, ba. Hello, Tori. Long time no see. Hello. <laughs> Took two. Uh, on this totally new recording. We just needed it because the other recording had a Trump voice and it was like, nah, I'm not going to work. We don't it was. That it was. It was. I've learned my lesson about doing a Trump voice, <laughs> as silly good, as it sounds. It's a very good Trump voice, though. So much that it gives me a little bit of trauma. Just a little bit. A little PTSD. When it's I just. It. He's just such a ridiculous person that if it weren't for all the horrible things he does, like he'd be almost amusing. Which like, is why he was on that he was on that reality show, right? Well, on the reality show, I think he was. I think he was supposed to be like intimidating and stuff. It wasn't until he it. actually became president that we like found out just what a grade A buffoon he was. Grade A buffoon. Grade A buffoonery. Like anyway, that, that one video. Sorry, I, I just because today I watched, I saw that one video of him meeting Kim Jong Un, and him being like, "Oh, we gotta have everything looking good and looking handsome." And it just it pans over to Kim Jong Un, almost looking at the camera like he's in the office. Oh, like he's classic. like, "Really? This is what's happening?" <laughs> like, uh, uh anyway. And and to give the part, listeners a little bit of backstory, we started recording and then my microphone was really weird, so we restarted yes. again. But so when we is, watched through Battle of Five Armies, uh uh Paul did Trump's voice as the master and it was really good. Master of Lake Town. It was really With, good. Uh, if if Trump is the they master of Lake Town, is Alfred Mike Pence or is he more like a someone more infuriating, like Matt Gates or something? Ooh. Or I don't is he know. like Ron DeSantis, where you're like, shut up! Why are you existing? Stop it! I feel like Mike Pence, just because he was his like right hand, just very annoying there, right hand. I guess, but I don't know. Mike Pence was always such a milk toast person. I always <laughs> disliked <laughs> Trump. He he is. Look at that man. That is a that uh, that is like. A cracker, okay? <laughs> and I'm saying that not just as a like derogatory term for a mm. white man, but as a also white man like to a white man. as a dis as a description of the food. Like that is a saltine cracker right there. You th- the only place that man belongs in is like on top of a soup to add texture. That is literally <laughs> it. Great description. Great description. Welcome to the politics podcast. That's it. Only only three minutes. Now on to the content. Yeah. This has been the Politics Podcast. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in. Uh, Alright, time for the real podcast. In <laughs> three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Silly Marillion, where I, Paul, your co-host and keeper of lore, explain to Tori all the ins and outs of Tolkien, from Ainulindale to... Mm-hmm. Ooh, what's a... There needs... Ah, oh, there's no Z! There are no Z words in oh. Tolkien! The closest I can think of is Azanul Bazaar. There's a lot of... Mm. Oh, Xerox Ziggle. There we go. 
From from Einlindelay to Xerox Ziggle. There we go. Oh, you and I, wow. we should write a children's book where it's like, A That'd be is really for Ina <laughs> B By is for Bilbo Baggins. We're copywriting this. Listeners, don't steal it. It is now ours. We're copy. No, we can't copyright it. We don't own well, the rights in any way. Right. Never mind. We're okay, copywriting it. I'm, I'm, I'm holding the Tolkien estate at gunpoint as we speak. That'd be really hand cute. Over, hand over it. Hand over it. I want that to exist. What was that Z word you said again? Xerox Ziggle. It is, is one. It is one of the mountains through which Moria goes. It's dwarven. Oh. Um. I I believe its elven name is. Okay, so there's Karatras. Oh, I think it's Fenuidhall. I think so. I don't know. One sec. I'm so looking this up. We can dive more I into that in our dwarf podcast. Oh, bonus podcast. Shit. Okay, yeah. For patrons only, which you too yes. can have for if $5 you, you, a month. If you want to <laughs> obtain this very important dwarf lore instead of just looking it up on <laughs> Tolkien Gateway, you too can become a patron where if you so desire, you can be a patron for nothing at all. We won't give you shit, but because you've given us a dollar, we're going to be very thankful you did. However, we'll give you more if, love and affection than the people who don't pay us, which is already yes. a lot of love and affection, honestly. Yes. Honestly, if, if you come to me in person with proof that you are a uh, $1 or $2, is it two fifty? I think? $1.99. $1.99, $2, whatever the, <laughs> whatever the lowest tier is. If you come to me with proof that you are a patron in person, uh, you get one forehead kiss. And that, wow, that's what you get. a forehead kiss. Line up. Get ready. Line up. If you happen to be in L.A. starting next Wednesday till Tuesday, There's you can a forehead get a kissing forehead booth. Kiss. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yes. Uh, forehead kisses aside, if you so choose, there is a $5 and $10 tier. The $5 tier gets you access to the bonus pod that we release at the end of each month. And the $10 tier not only gives you the bonus pod, but then also gives you access to our reactions of films. We have already finished, as you can probably tell by the uh, title of this one. We just, uh, our latest one was us reacting to the Battle of Five Armies. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, you can also, now that we're done with the Hobbit films and we're not going to be able to start the Lord of the Rings films for at least, I think, I'm estimating at least a year and a half. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't looked at how many chapters are in each book, but... There's a, the it's a the lot. It's a lot. Uh, <laughs> so, because we have a lot of time between now and when we're done with any of the Lord of the Rings books that we can do any of the films, uh, we will pr- we will be going into uh, just other fun little movies. And you can you mm-hmm. can go on our Patreon, and if you're ten dollars tier, you can suggest what we should watch, um, and then we'll get that out to you guys. It's really just an so, excuse for Paul to watch movies with me once a month. It is. It really is. It is an excuse for me to be like, I need Tori to make time for our podcast, wink. Not wink, for me. Wink. Not at all. <laughs> Not for me. I don't need this. I don't need this at all. Uh, but yes. It's a win-win. So, 
go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash the silly Marillion for access. Wow, look so. at us promoting our shit in the beginning instead of the end. Hi, I'm Billy Mays. I'm the ghost of Billy Mays. I forgot he died. Now I'm sad. Oh, no. <laughs> A random advertiser I've never met is dead mm. and I'm sad about iconic. that. Iconic, iconic. He was iconic. He really was. <laughs> Uh, so. Bofa. Bofa these nuts. Give you a chance to say it on the recording. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're uh, letting me be who I am. <laughs> Alright, so. first thoughts on Battle of Five Armies. We are 12 minutes into the movie and Smog is dead. And I'm like, what? Yes. What is the rest of this movie going to be about? One of, like, the weirdest decisions to really come out of this thing. I thought it, it would is. be on the movie before, because it was called The Desolation of Smog, but no. Smog You'd just... like to think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would think. You would think. But no, we don't get that. That's not allowed. Things However, that aren't allowed, uh, a satisfying conclusion. You get him. <laughs> it just really edged him and was like, nope. Just kidding. <laughs> Edging. Yes, we got edged. Peter Jackson edged me. God damn it. <laughs> But no, they put it in the He's first of, of the next movie before they even get to the title screen. Yeah, yeah. Before, like, I, re- I totally remember, like, he dies, and then it pans up to the Lonely Mountain, and the title screen hits, and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute! That was like, all before the titles? That was the post. Before. That was the, pre- that was like when we're talking before we actually begin the episode. Yeah. And there, that was that was a big part of the books. It was like literally that was the objective of the quest. Yeah, like that was the whole goddamn point. But hey, uh, what are you they, gonna do? They did make it pretty epic. There was lots of flames, lots of death in the whole. They did. Uh, with the uh, bard son coming up to bring the black arrow. That was a very intense mm-hmm. scene, which I can't believe yes. happened all before the title screen. All before the title what screen. Adrenaline rush. I can't and they're like, hey, in theaters. Thing is, it, it was actually very impressive, but it, it is also deceptive because it's like, ooh, like, this is so cool, and the actual movie hasn't even started. Gosh, I can't wait to see more. And then Alfred keeps showing up, and you're just Alfred. like, God fucking damn it. We'll get this out of the way. I hate Alfred with a burning passion. I don't know. Is there any if Alfred that- stands? There Listeners. are there if there is an Alfred stand, I am hunting them down for sport. Is there any Alfred fanfic? No, please. One sec. Look I'm looking for this. No. God, oh. I'm going on archive of our own <laughs> right now. <laughs> I swear to know. God. I am going I'm going to be so angry <laughs> if I see that there is fight you oh know my what? God. There's probably there's, like there's a tag. Alfred looks no. cool and Bard the Bowman. No! Oh, God. Bard is captured by the Master, who is determined to show him who is the one and only true leader of Lake Town. No! 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 I joked about that on the fucking reaction. I joked that there's, like, Can one Bard part where Bard, where Bard looks fucking... No! No! So, Bard... That Bard... No! No! Oh no, the other tag is a trigger warning for torture and rape. I know, Locker. I. Oh no! 
I'm mm, wow. I'm against you know on and on principle I'm against burning books. I would print this Please. out so I could burn it. This might have to it be is burned. horrendous, and I think I know what we can do for a bonus podcast at some point where we just read the filthiest fan fiction. Ooh, that's actually a good idea. You know what? No, that that's know what? No, that's not even worth five dollars. We're making a whole new tier where I sensually read dirty fan fiction into your ear holes. (laughs) Oh, but I don't know. I don't want to make money. I don't want to make money off other people's fanfic. I guess we'd have to get permission from them first. Well, this brings me to an idea that Molly came up with, which was a Silmarillion fundraiser where we read... I don't remember who wrote it, but it was one of the scripts, the early scripts for Lord of the Rings. That's very, very (gasps) Yes! Oh my god! Yes! Okay, well, I think we need, like, a group of people to help us with that. Which is what Molly suggested, and she wanted to do, so we have one more person who's in. God damn... (laughs) <laughs> what are we coming oh because i've read that entire f- script and it is fucking bodonkers i haven't read it but it i've is... seen screenshots and oh my there's god there's like a three-way kiss at some point and proto fucks galadriel it's just yeah. re- silly silly yeah, silly on there all right that could be that actually be a very good fundraiser episode yeah. where it's like hey do this anyway but I do like the idea of dirty fan, where we each find like the weirdest fan fiction and bring it up. Oh no! But then we'll probably find Smaug shit. And, uh, <laughs> I know we talked about fucking Smaug. No, we talked about marrying Smaug for his money, yeah. not necessarily sex. Oh. Anyway, good. Okay, Lord. so it looks like all of Alfred talking about? is oh, yeah, the barred, and there's 17 works on Ao3. So we had a question, and it has been I knew, answered. I knew he was just gonna be with Bard. I knew they were gonna fucking pair these two chuckle fucks. Together. Enemies to lovers, they love it. No, that's th- no. You're they're ruining they're the trope for me. You're ruining the trope for me. Oh God! Anyway, anyway, I joked about it. I knew. I saw the potential. I saw. I saw the potential, and I. I was like, "Haha! Who would ever do that?" Seventeen people. Of course, it's the internet. Seventeen people did it. There's a lot of hits on them too. Seventeen dead people is what's gonna what's gonna be. God. I just tried to use my mouse pad to scroll down on my physical notebook notes. Oh my god! So we're at we're at that point. That's not going to I will say I have done something similar, mm-hmm. where like I've been driving Alex places, but I so rarely have had people in my car before that w- if, when they're talking and I think it's kind of hard for me to hear them, I go to the dial of my radio and turn it <laughs> up, even at, like the radio's not on because I'm talking with them, thinking I'm gonna like hear them better. I'm like, wait a second. Oh my gosh! That's how that's how the brain works, right? That's how that's how it work. Just up the brain dial. Oh god. Anyway, so no. Alfred fucking sucks and we have too much of him in this mm-hmm. film. But other than that, what else do you have? What what next do you have on your notes? All right. So Smog is dead. First 12 minutes. Smog is dead. Ding uh, dong. And then I think it cuts to Sneaky Bilbo and he's uh he's pocketed the Arkenstone. Yes, and... shop shoplifting Bilbo. 
And it's a very intense scene where uh, Thorin, right? That's at the beginning. Thorin is kind of going through this. Yeah, Thorin is. Well, throughout the entire movie, Thorin has kind of got the dragon sickness happening. Yeah, like, dragon sickness. Uh, like the dwarves who were in Lake Town, they finally arrive, and Bilbo's like, "Hey, yeah, something, something's fucking up. Something's up here." Yeah, and, and he's being like very, very rude to like his his company. Yes, he he's just like something something is rotten in the state of Denmark, and he is like Bilbo's like, "Yeah, I don't." This is fucking off. This is bad. We all need to fucking leave. And of course, the other dwarves are like, "Why?" And he's like, and then we see Thorin, and he's like visibly like obsessed with the treasure. Yeah, being a little shit. And and it uh, like it is like you were like, I'm so mad at Thorin right now. And meanwhile, I'm like, I'm I feel worse for uh Balin who's watching this happen yeah. because Balin watched hit happen to Thorin's grandfather, and like he saw what happened with him. It's like it's like he also like kind of seeing like Groundhog a loved, Day a little bit. Yeah, and it's like seeing a loved one deal with uh uh like drug addiction or an obsession of some kind and where once like, you we said that like comparing to it to it. drug addiction it really kind of like made thorne's actions make sense to me because I, I was like he's a dick like yeah he's he's just a dick throughout he's crazily obsessed uh but when you put it in perspective of an addiction it's like uh okay he's having withdrawals i can see kind of like why his behavior is the way it is exactly exactly and Grand, like this is also like like why I'm like oh I'm, I'm I I am a Thorin Bilbo shipper I really mm. am this is it is I, I I have this I let me have this thing like, <laughs> <laughs> I saw moments of it there are moments of it there are moments because yeah. especially I think there are the most moments of Thorin Bilbo shipping potential are in this film because like Thorin only kind of snaps out of it when talking to Bilbo, because he trusts Bilbo implicitly now. Like, Bilbo's, like, the mm. one person he trusts. Like, he goes to Bilbo to be like, I think one of my kinsmen has yeah. stolen the Arkenstone. And Bilbo's like... Mm. He's just over there uh, <laughs> clenching. Yeah, just, like, his ass cheeks are like... Eh. <laughs> uh, and so, like, it's kind of sweet where also, like, for, like, a moment, he does think Bilbo has the Arkenstone, but Bilbo instead has this little acorn. And he's like, I got this from Bayorn's garden, and I'm going to plant it when I get home. Watch it grow. And yeah. whenever I look at that tree, I'll remember That was this very journey. sweet. And Thorin just gives him, like, the most tender smile that we've seen Thorin give anyone in these movies. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where Bilbo wins him over for a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're like, uh, like, he then... Uh, like Thorin gives him the mithril coat after yeah. that point and is like, Hey, you gotta you gotta be safe, boo. Uh, <laughs> Just like that. That's exactly how it happened. Yeah. He says, Boo. <laughs> that was my Thorin voice. <laughs> Thorin saying boo. Boo. <laughs> anyway, um what what do you have on your notes next? Um Army number one. Oh god, so we jumped. Yeah. 
if we do see which, uh, which army was number one there were so probably many the elves the, the elves end. the elves are the first army that kind of arrived oh, yes because remember they bring outfits like, yeah they're sick outfits they're food for the refugees of lake town yeah uh thranduil and bard ready to ship as well um, yeah a little bit yeah, you, oh, I you were like, like you were like I ship it because you're like they look like Turin and Beleg. Did there was just one screenshot where they were looking at each other really intently, and I was like, oh my god, it's Beleg and Turin. I see it. I love how I see my ship coming to life. I love how we have like Molly, who's like captain of the SS Sam and Frodo, and then we have you, who's like Beleg and Turin, my boys. <laughs> and then there's you, who's like. Bilbo and Thorin. We have good Yes, good yes. Ships there here. we go. Equality. Everyone's got, everyone's got their own ship. Yeah, something for everyone. A little something for everyone. Uh, uh, so yeah, the, the elves arrive because they're like, hey, we heard the dragon's dead. And Thranduil's like, I want to get me some of them jams. Jam. Some uncut like, jams. Uncut jams. Uncut jams. Uh, God, new drinking game. Drink every time y'all are fed up with us. <laughs> starts uh, chugging <laughs> uh, so some good elf content appears and then I have a very good quote from you from us together uh, oh good things aren't looking very good to good in fact they're looking oh, no. kind of good to bad good to bad good to bad god yes so when we reach the point of Gundabad, Mount Gundabad, we start making like nothing but all Gundabuns. these fucking puns. Gundabuns. <laughs> and actually, uh, things are looking a little Gunda worse. Yeah. That's from, all I things remember have gone, from that scene. Uh, the one puns. I remember is uh, things have gone from Gundabad to Gunda worse. Um, hey, fact, guys. I think that's going to be the podcast episode title. It is. It is. It's going to be... <laughs> Battle of Five Armies review. Things have gone from Gundabad to Gundaworth. Uh because really what there's no fucking point to the Gundabad yeah. sequence. I'm sorry. They're like, oh, I it's just an excuse for them to send Legolas and Tariel away so they aren't like actively helping in the battle. Because if they mm. were in the battle from the get go, the amount of dead orcs, the sheer amount of them would w- would clog the valley. Like have you guys seen Legolas? The man is a murder machine. Yeah. He's the fucking... You really saw it in pot- this... He's the fucking pie machine from Chicken Run, but for orcs. Like, he is there to fucking destroy every orc within sight. Like, he sees an orc, and it's just the meme of, like, the red laser eyes, like, focusing oh in. That was such a niche comparison. I really need a drawing now of that hybrid. Would people get it? Have people seen Chicken Run? I mean... I, I think so. Is it a Look, classic? Is if, it a cool if classic? Anything, if there's anything being friends with me will get you, it's very niche comparisons of things. Where it's like, you, pr- you maybe not have even seen this. But like, it's like, Just yeah, but here it. it is. Put it together in your mind. In theory, come up with something. <laughs> uh, so yes, then that's the... Uh, we got the first army. We got the Gundabad orcs coming. We got the army from Dol Guldor, which technically, like, they're it, I think they're multiple armies, but because they're racist and they divide things up by races, I guess those are count just as just count one, as one army. army. Yeah, that's why I was like, there are like seventeen armies at this point. There are so many people coming to fight. Um, was that 
then my next notes is Sauron gets evicted. Yeah, Sauron Sauron gets evicted. So the White Council shows up. We get to see some cool action sequences where we actually get to see like Elrond getting back into his old armor. I wonder if, like, when they're going into battle, he, like, takes it out of the closet, like, his varsity jacket. Here we go. He's like, oh, I hope... He's like, I hope it still fits. (laughs) He's like, kind of has to suck him... Suck in his belly and he'll be Uh... like, okay. Uh, And then (laughs) we see Saruman fight. That armor was very cool. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Saruman gets old person fighting skills. And that was when they had... uh... Kind of like those ghosty boys. Was it the like? Those are the Nazgul. Those are the the yeah. ring wraiths. Yeah, but the ring in kind wraiths. of a ghosty form, not in their like. Yeah, not in their like in that form in Lord of the Rings, but they have like hoods and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So like we kind of see them like in this one, like how they looked like maybe in life, wearing mm. like that cool armor and stuff. And then they they only look like the Black Riders in Lord of the Rings because technically they're incognito. Mm, that's a very to, incognito they're, look. They're like, don't be suspicious. Don't, don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're just in like these black hoods, terrifying everyone. Not uh, sus at all. Not sus at all. Uh, look, uh, some perfectly normal gentlemen going about their business. <laughs> the the sus me reminded me of uh it was just thorin in among us and he's looking yes. around one of crew. us has stolen the arkenstone dun, 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 dun. it wasn't me dun, dun, dun. i was on the left side of the cave uh just putting matching wires bilbo vented <laughs> uh, again bilbo another thing vented. we need to do is play among us uh, amogus all right all right Sauron gets anyway. evicted. There's a dope fight scene. Galadriel gets all like creepy. Yeah, I don't like that part mm, because she's mystical. only supposed to be like that when she's tempted by the Ring of Power. Mm. But in like this one, like the excuse is like she's using her Ring of Power, but like that's not how her Ring of that's not how her Ring of Power works. <laughs> and so meh. it was a lot. Meh. That part was yeah. a lot. And then yeah, Sauron gets evicted, and Saruman is like, "Leave him to me. I won't turn evil." And then proceeds to turn evil. (laughs) That that doesn't seem like foreshadowing at all. Doesn't sound ominous, but I trust you, Christopher Lee. (laughs) Um, and then back to the bat. Uh oh, and then uh, Gandalf rides there, gets shit on by Alfred. God damn. Fucking Alfred. Alfred. We can't fucking go anywhere without this piece of shit, like just showing his ugly mug. Who, who do you think he bit... had? Who at the studio was he fucking to get such a prominent role in these films? I get a little no bit idea. of his role before just to kind of see how good Bart is, but everything yeah, in this yeah. movie was just unnecessary. Like him showing up, like, and people continuing to trust him. Yeah. The fact that like like Bart is like, oh yeah, Alfred, you take the night watch. You're trusting no. this motherfucker. Here, Alfred, watch my kids. No, Gandalf comes kids. in. Hey, watch Bilbo. Watch Bilbo. It's like no. But why? Have we Trust not learned? this man to die. That's what you should do. He Just even looks sketch. Like he. You, like, I look at if he was walking down the street, I would cross the street and walk on the other side of the sidewalk if I saw him. 
Well, there was literally a moment where they almost lynched him. And again, I'm not one for mob justice, but in this instance, yes, actually, I am. This guy. This fucking guy. I fucking had it. Had yeah. it up to here. All right, my next my next notes, which was more angry Alfred, so we're on we're on par. Uh, but then we yeah. have Gunda Bats. Gunda Bats, yes. Which were like the seventh army. Gunda Batman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the Gunda Bats show up. Technically, they're not the second army. I think it's supposed to be the like the wolves, the wargs that show up mm. in the books that make up the second army, but. At this point, who's who's counting? I am. We're at seven armies. Just yeah. kidding. I don't and know if that's what we're at at the movie. That, but entire, that, that entire scene is like the bats show up and then literally like listen to Ariel being like, oh, we've come all this way to just see an army march out and then be like, oh, we better get back. It's like, what the fuck? God, God damn it. Anyway. Uh, the, the, they have this little, oh, there's this confrontation between Thorin and Bard at the gate with this little like hole through the wall, with like Bard oh, yeah. like uh, Thorin kind of like like being like whoop into the hole. To be, I like, need that as a gift. I really on? do. <laughs> you escaping all your responsibilities. And it's just him sliding yeah, just away. The... They were like when... talking through it. Looked like a like a paper towel roll. Yeah, when when like. <laughs> When a, a salesman shows up at your door and you're trying to pretend you're Get not home, it's like, <laughs> and you know Thorn had to be standing at a rock to be eye level with Bard. Oh yeah, get a step you on know. a step stool to reach you the eye hole in the wall that they created. Eye uh, hole. So was that? That was when all the armies show yeah, up. So Is that when they talk about the Arkenstone, or are we not there yet? It's when it's just the Lake Men and the Elves outside. But then, like, almost immediately, uh, Dane, the uh, cousin of Thorin, shows up. Yes. And it's like, fuck off. Go home. And then they almost fight. They actually do fight some in the extended editions, if I recall. The dwarves mm. and elves. There's, like, an, a dwarf-elf battle scene. Uh, but then they, the orcs show up with Azog. And oh, Dane rides in on a sweet were- like war pig. Yeah, war pig. That was cool. That dies. Wait, the it died. Did I catch yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. In the battle, uh, the war pig gets downed, just <laughs> like uh, just like Thranduil's elk gets downed. Mm, the animals deserved better. Oh, Thranduil's elk. That was dope. And when well, my uh, favorite. We'll get to that. We'll get to that when we get to it. But like. There's him on the whole... elk and was it bard on the white horse yeah bard on a white horse yeah. that was a very cool looking scene i wrote i don't remember which army this was but i wrote k-pop stands are the fifth army there are so many armies showing up yeah there were so many oh it was because we made the joke of uh like the whole like um uh thorin sending out to twitter for help and it was like mm, the k-pop stands come it's to trending aid. Yeah, summon the K-pop stands. They showed up in numbers. In numbers. Uh, then we so, have the tenth army, the Dune Worms. Yes, the the Wereworms. Wereworms uh, is that what they're called? 
Yeah, they call them the wereworms, which is like, what? are they are they guys that turn into massive worms? Yeah. Like, what's the point here? Are they in Tolkien at all, or was this just, like, thrown in, like, for so, movies? In The Hobbit, Bilbo does say, like, I'll fight, like, all the way... When he's saying how far he'll go, he'll be like, I- I'm even willing to fight wereworms in the last desert, or something like that. And that's literally just a throwaway line, because it's a children's book. And, and they like, were like, yes, wereworms. No child is like, no child is like, what's the lore behind the wereworm? Unless the that child is Paul. Where- father, father, where on the map is the last desert? Who lives there? Is there a culture there? It's like goodness gracious. Do the wereworms have songs and dance? Do, do they have their it, own special language, Father? Does it go as hard as the the great goblin song? Oh. It's probably some can only metal. <laughs> um but yeah, so the whole battle begins. Battle, 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 fighting, fighting, fighting. Yada yada yada, the orcs start to attack Dale, so like they have to go defend Dale. And at that point we do see like the epic kind of moment where like Thranduil's elk grabs like six orcs in its antlers yeah. and lifts up yes. and then Thranduil cuts Shops off all their, their heads head. in one shot. That was and dope. Fucking elves, man. God dope. damn. <laughs> Just fucking OP. Elves. Yeah, and it's watching that with that, it's like, oh, Tori's gonna fucking love this. Oh yeah, and I did. I probably screamed. You did. I think I, if I recall right, you did go ah (laughs) so loud. My mic didn't catch it. Oh Oh. god. They have some really cool fight moments. Like there are, like the fighting choreography is very good. I just wish there was more story substance to the. Yeah, this one is just fighting. It's the battle of five armies. Like I, I was so thankful when like they went back into the mountain to see how Thorin was doing. Mm. You're like, uh, wow, like the Thorin... whole plot of the movie. Yeah, like or of the book. One scene, one scene that always gets me is Thorin on the throne uh, with Dwalin, and Dwalin's like, "We have to go out and help them. There are yeah. people. We need to help." And Thorin is like, "No, we can keep just keep burying ourselves deeper and deeper into the mountain with all the treasure. We got to keep the treasure safe." And Dwan is like, you, this isn't you. And he's like, it, it should be me. I don't want to be nobody. I don't want to be Thorin Oakenshield. And Dwan is like, you were always my king. Yeah, and that was a very a, good scene. It's a very good scene. And I just wish they kind of, I don't know, had more scenes like that instead of just more kind of stupid fight scenes. I don't yeah. know. Um... Uh, was it after that scene that Thorin has a little change of heart? Yeah, uh, yeah, because Thorin has this like Thorin eats the whole brownie and then oh, yes. he dreams of getting absorbed by that gold floor. God, I f- completely forgot about that scene. And he kind of he kind of overcomes the dragon sickness and throws his crown away, and then leads the charge with his dwarves, rallies the yeah. remaining forces on the field to fight back against the orcs. But then they're like. Oh no, the Gundabad orcs are coming, and if they arrive, we're gonna be in real trouble. So we gotta kill Azog now. So Thorin, Feely, Keely, and Dwalin go up to mm-hmm. the tower where Azog is, but it's a trap. And it's Azog so immediately and spooky. And I had a bad Azog... feeling because Keely, they were like Feely and Keely were like, let's separate. I'm like, no, let's not separate. 
I know what happens to you guys in the books. Yeah, and Feely dies in front of Bilbo, who's, who was, comes to help. That was rough. Was it and, Feely who was just dropped off the side? Yeah, Feely who got stabbed and then just dropped yeah. to the f- ground in front of them. Like, uh, that was just blunt kill. I I wasn't expecting it to be so in your face. Yeah. And then Thorin like goes after Azog, and Keeley is fighting a bunch of orcs. But Tariel shows up to fight. But you think Bolg... there's a little bit of hope? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of hope that they might change it. But Bolg shows up and kills Keeley in front of her. And she tries to kill Bolg, but she can't do it, because apparently she's a woman. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't have Tariel kill him, but I guess they need something to for Orlando Bloom to do, because mm. they spent all that money <laughs> on him. So instead they have Legolas defy gravity. Oh and yeah. Fucking... That was on that like bridge scene. Yeah. Where they're like and falling through. He's Again, jumping like, on bats and close. stuff. He's just <laughs> This is like and this is like the only time we see him like run out of arrows. Yeah. Um, no wait, does he run out of arrows when he No wait, no, he has arrows. Forget. He does run out ask. of arrows sometimes though on that scene. So I didn't think it could happen. Yes. Yes. And he, he then fights with, like, Orcrist. And meanwhile, like, Thorin is fighting Azog on this wa- frozen waterfall above him. And he finally, like, Legolas throws Orcrist back to Thorin. Yeah. And then Does... uses his knives to kill Bolg. Which is very satisfying. I don't remember. Does Thorin get Orcrist back during the battle? Or is it just at the end? Um, in the book, just at uh, in the book, he has it the entire way. Okay. Uh, I think they like grab Orcrist when they escape. And Sting. Oh wait, do they? Or maybe? Oh, I think I think Thorin actually doesn't get Orcrist back when it's confiscated by the uh by Thranduil, but like at his like funeral, Thranduil like places it on his grave mm. as like a. Sorry, I threw you in prison. <laughs> sorry I threw you in prison and now you're dead but we'll get yeah, to sorry that. about that sorry about that bro um, we have then Thorin fighting Azog and then Azog kills him but he kills Azog in turn yeah and, and then he's like under wait there was a lot of stabbing yeah there was a lot of stabbing Azog goes under the ice and yeah, then he's Thorin's kind of like floating. oh I got him. Watching him float. I got him and you're but wondering then... how Thorin is still alive after just getting stabbed like uh no that chest. that's not when he that's not when he uh that's not when he gets stabbed he uh he's fine but then he gets stabbed through the foot and then the fight continues and then like there's this moment where like like Either he keeps fighting back and still, and then gets stabbed anyway, and then dies, or he sacrifices himself, gets stabbed so that he can stab Azog in uh. turn, and that's what happens. And then the eagles finally arrive, and they airdrop like Bayorn into army. the entire <laughs> thing. <Airdrop>. Yeah, <laughs> I like forget Bayorn. about that. He just. Falls and then, like, transforms yeah, into a bear. They just bear. fucking chuck him. They just drop him. And Thank he just Barbie. transforms into a bear. Because, as everyone knows, if you drop a bear from high altitude, they don't get hurt. Um, <laughs> that's just how it works. And But but Thorin is dying. And then we get the more heart-wrenching moments of Bilbo. Yeah. Like, that's some great A acting. 
That like, was I, we were. I've crying. said it. I say like Battle of Five Armies is not like a great movie. There is a lot of just useless scenes and pointless parts where you're like, oh, this is just like popcorn schlock. Just filler. Like, just filler. Just a little filler. And then a scene like scene like that happens with such acting between Martin Freeman and uh Richard Armitage. And you're like, oh fuck. Ow. Okay. <laughs> I'm not crying, you're crying. We're all crying. And for a Bilbo Thorn shipper such as myself, that can really Really that end effect. scene was really good. It was really good in the books, and it was really good in the movie. Yeah, the lines he were delivered. Good, and like they changed some stuff from the book, but like that was perfectly fine because it's yeah. like, oh, goodbye. Uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting him to die on top of that waterfall, and, and Bilbo yeah. just to well, Bilbo kind of just woke up at the end of the battle before <laughs> he got to yeah. participate a little more in this one. Yeah, he actually got to have an active role of like chucking rocks at orcs and stuff. <laughs> um, so the battles ended. Uh, it, I I I thought they were going to include the scene where they actually bury Thorin, Feely, and Keeley, but that's in the extended edition mm. where they have this whole funeral for them. Mm. But we then go to Balin, like telling Bilbo that. They're going, he's like, you should really stay because tonight they're going to sing songs about Thorin, Oak, and Shield. Yeah. And he's like, I'd rather not because that wasn't what Thorin was to me. Oh. And it's like, That's so sweet. you liked him, didn't you, Bilbo? Um, <laughs> yeah, didn't he say he something tur- like he was a really good, and then pauses before saying friend? Yeah, no, there there is like a lot of like. I was like, what? Go ahead, say what There's, you meant to you can say, read, Bobo. You can, read a, you can read a lot into this. Uh, and then he turns around and sees the other dwarves waiting for him. And he says, goodbye, if ever you are coming my way, tea yeah, is at that's, four. That's don't, bother, don't bother knocking. And it's... And then he uh, was like, tea is at four. Yeah, Ugh. it's just... Uh. And he then goes back with uh, Gandalf to the Shire. And then Gandalf's like... By the way, I know that you have a ring of invisibility. And Bill was like, so what if I do? And he's like, well, rings of power are very dangerous. And technically, if I, Gandalf, knew that you had a ring of power at this very moment, I should probably take it from you to make sure it's not the thing. Like, it's very dangerous to let you keep it. But things have been okay for now. So I'll just say, hey, be careful with that. And maybe it might play into some movies later on. Who knows? Okay, thanks, Gandalf. Bye. And then we go to Bilbo coming back to the auction. I'm glad they included the auction of him being like, wait a minute, that's my furniture. That's my furniture. That's Those my are my spoons. spoons. Lobelia Sackville Baggins. And we actually we got, got to see spoons. Lobelia and her fashionable hat. Um, but then, like, one of the hobbits is like, how do we know you are who you really are? And he's like, here's my documentation. Here's yeah. my contract. That's why you keep the like, receipts, oh. listeners. And then he's like, who's Thor and Oakenshield? And, like, Bilbo's like... He was a... Friend. friend. <laughs> he was, he was a gal pal. He was, he was my boo. <laughs> uh, and then he goes into his, uh, home where 
it then kind of flashes back to old Bilbo looking at the ring. And then we immediately pick up where we are in Fellowship of the Ring, where yeah. we hear like a knock at the door, and he goes, No, thank you. We don't want any more visitors, well wishes, or distant relations. And what about very old friends? Gandalf? Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, oh, me, I just Gandalf. Got, I got chills. How good to see you. 71 years old. I couldn't believe it. How many years? Is it again? I know you told me this when we started reading The Hobbit. I believe there's 61 years between. Because Bilbo is 50 when he goes on his adventure. Man. So it's 60 years when The Hobbit, uh, when Fellowship of the Ring begins. But then also in the books. Yeah. Gosh. And and I'm bummed that we don't see Balin come to visit. Because remember in the books, it's Balin and Gandalf who come to visit like a year or two later after the adventure. Mm. And, like, they just talk about how great things are and how wonderful. It's reminiscing. And they're reminiscing. Like a post scene. Because I would have loved to see more Bilbo-Balin interaction. Because then Balin is the one who dies in Moria and we see his tomb. Oof. Yeah. But, yeah, that was Battle of Five Armies. That was both of these nuts. And it was, you know, watching it again with you again, it makes me... That I'm like, oh, that's like I, I, I shit on that movie so much. I think it's Aaron's influence. Aaron's just made me cynical and bitter oh, to Aaron. the world. But you bring out this other side of me where it's I'm all like, balance. You're just like uh, the not not we're Kronk from the Emperor's New Groove, and on oh your my shoulder, God, and you angel guys, is me yeah. and the devil's Aaron. Oh, so. Overall rating out of uh, from from how many Alfreds do you give this? Not Alfred, because if if it's still good, I'm not giving it any Alfreds because Alfred is all bad. We didn't from... even get the satisfaction of seeing him die. Yeah. If you watch the theatrical version, all you can think of is Alfred is out there somewhere. We didn't see that fucker die. He's still alive. Yeah. Um. From... How many tear? How many tear-stricken farewells do we give this? Fond farewells. How about that? Fond farewells, because the the final song is "I bid you all a very fond mm. farewell." I think I would put it at a five. Uh yeah, I, I'd say probably a five as well. Probably because... middle of the road. It's not my favorite of the three. It had some really cool fight scenes and really cool emotions. Other than that, it was it just... mid. It was very much yeah. mid. Yeah. It's not. It wasn't Gunda bad, but it wasn't. Was it Gunda great? Oh. <laughs> it wasn't Gunda great. It wasn't Gunda bad. It wasn't Gunda great. It was Gunda okay. It was, kinda, it was, it was Gunda meh. Now I'm thinking of like. Uh... Now I'm thinking of Gunda, but not Gunda. Ha ha. Kunda weird. Um, oh man, but yeah. yeah. So that's our review. That's our review. Uh, altogether, what would you say about the Peter Jackson Hobbit movies? I... Are they are they worth a worth a shot at getting into? Yeah, altogether, I really enjoyed it, and I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did, just because of how people kind of hate on them. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed them. I think also because. It gives a lot of look into different 
race cultures that yes. you don't see as much in Lord of the Rings. So the fact that the don't... first movie I get so much dwarf content and the second movie yeah, I they... get so much elf content. Yeah, the only dwarves we really get in Lord of the Rings is Gimli. It's only that's Gimli. About it. Yeah. And then, like, we when we go through Casa Doom, but that's it's already abandoned. At it's that just point. like old so passing. It's, just, it's all a spooky place. It's not a living, breathing culture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely. I would definitely say it's worth a watch at least once. Uh, it's not like. Oh, it's time for the annual rewatch of The Hobbit, like there is with like Lord of the Rings with so many people. Yeah. But it is it is definitely worth like a watch once or twice. Um uh, what else was I gonna say? Huh. <laughs> Something about overall Guess it wasn't important. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that was alright. It was perfectly serviceable. It was a good journey. I'm very glad I watched them, and I'm glad I watched them with you. It was very fun and screaming and yelling and just like going on this journey bookwise with you and being able yes. to scream about it with you. So over good. Discord. Which, like, you know the depth of the elf love now. So the fact that you got to see me scream yes. every time there's new elves was fun. Bit fun. Oh. And now I have a new cosplay to do. So Thranduil. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we're Thranduil. dressing up, by the way, to watch Rings of Power on the third. Shane ordered some oh. elf ears, so I'm gonna look for some Thranduil stuff. So I gotta prepare. I gotta get. I'll gotta. I gotta get my Hobbit stuff then prepare as well. The look. I gotta yep. pack my Hobbit stuff. Because you right. know we don't just do watch throughs like this normal is... people. <laughs> I, I make the joke about going to L.A. and every time I go to L.A. I, I buy a new Hawaiian shirt. But every time I've gone to L.A. I've packed that one fucking tweed vest. And it's a good vest. It's a good it's vest. It's a good vest. I just need to get the buttons for it fixed. Um, <laughs> yeah, so thank you everyone for tuning in to our final review of The Hobbit Films the Hobbit. by Peter Jackson. Oh my god, we're done with season two. Yeah, we're done. This is the end of season two. Season two, we're season, on season three. Season three begins technically with the Rings of Power. Yeah. Actually, Maybe no, that will be, like be our that will be our side season. That's yeah. our side season. That's like our Christmas pod, our extra pod. Yeah, it's a, it's the um Christmas special. It's a little side pod or something. Yeah, bonus pod for all the listeners. And then official. It's uh, it's three. not the it's not the Eagles are coming. It's the Eagles are here, <laughs> with Paul, Tori, and Aaron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we get our classical, uh, regular shots of Fellowship of the Ring, starting on September the twenty second. With a special guest. <laughs> with special guests. Which all right. We need to. Uh, We'll be starting that in less than a month now. We need to get yeah, that get art. Yeah, get reading. Thanks, y'all, for listening to our shit. Ba-da-da. Da-da-da. All right. <laughs>